recorded live. Hey everyone, Hassan here, and you're listening to the Nintendo Fuse Podcast. This is episode number 87. Today is Tuesday, March 26, 2013, and this episode is entitled So Many Games. That's because we got lots to discuss, and here to discuss those lots of things with me is Steve. Hello. And Greg. Hi, everybody. So we are live doing this Nintendo Fuse podcast every other Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. So if you want to join in, because you can join in, by the way, uh, check out NintendoFuse.com right now for the details on how to join us. We have a chat room going where you can come and post your thoughts. You can even call into the show live. We haven't had a caller in a while, so um, that'll be interesting to, to have people you know, call in and kind of voice their thoughts. I know it's kind of there's been a lull in the game, so there really hasn't been too much to necessarily call in about, but there's a lot now, so definitely uh, try and participate and join in. It'll be fun. So full details, again, are on NintendoFuse.com uh, on how to join in. So we're going to be focusing uh, on, for, for most of the podcast, basically on the games that we've been playing recently because there's just been so much um, in the past few weeks that just released all at once, basically. Um, so lots to talk about. And we have a couple of other you know, little news stories and stuff towards the end. And uh, we also have some stuff from, from Steve since he went to PAX East. So we'll, we'll get to those, those goodies later on. Um, but uh, let's get right to the games. So lots of games. The first one I wanted to talk about is actually not out yet. Um, it'll be out on Thursday, so two more days. But um, I was able to, I mentioned the last podcast, um, Get a, I got a uh, review copy, a download code for Harmonite, which releases on the 3DS eShop on Thursday. So I'm finally able to talk about it, and uh, I'll be posting a review soon. Um, I want to play more of the game and kind of complete through complete the story mode um, before I, you know, post that review and everything. But uh, I've played a decent amount, and um, it's interesting. Um, it's it's a rhythm-based game, and it's kind of Similar to, I guess I would almost compare a little bit in the style of like Bit Trip Runner, where you're kind of it's like a side scroller sort of thing, and you're able to jump with the B or A button. I can't remember which is which. Uh, jump with one of those buttons, and then with the other one you hit, um, or like you know hit the enemies or something. Um, so that's it though. You don't you don't do all these other crazy you know things that you can do in like Bit Trip Runner and stuff. Just those two things, but they kind of change it up a bit. Um, sometimes like the camera angle will kind of shift in certain parts or they'll throw in other characters that can kind of have their own little ways of playing. It's, so they kind of shift it up a little bit in that way. Um, so it's interesting. Um, and I will say that it takes a little bit of getting used to in terms of the timing because some of the things that in order to get more points and in order to kind of get the full musical experience out of it, you can hit things in the environment around you as you go. And but for some of them, like if there's like a drum, like you know, uh, coming up, you kind of have to like hit the button before you get to the drum. So like most music games, as soon as you get to where you are, you know, you hit the thing. But for this, you kind of have to hit it beforehand because your thing that you swing hits in front of you. Does that make sense? So you're kind of once you hit it properly, like the music kind of is timed correctly, and so it makes sense musically. But it, it takes a little bit of getting used to because at least for me, I wasn't used to having to think ahead a little bit and kind of press the stuff. Um, so some of those things took a bit of getting used to, and I still haven't fully gotten some of that. Um, so 
that's something that has been interesting. I need to play more to say whether that's, you know, going to be a, a negative for the game or not. But um, the music has been interesting, and um, there's some Pokemon music in there because it's made by Game Freak, uh, the developers, so that, that was pretty cool. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a rhythm game. I, I do remember one of the boss battles um, I was having a difficult time with, um, because you kind of, with the boss battles, essentially you're sort of hitting the, like there's a sequence of things that you have to do, whether it's jump or attack, and and then uh, it'll keep repeating different sequences of stuff, and that's how you play the boss battles. And even though I was trying to get the timings right, I wasn't necessarily, for some reason, I guess, I just wasn't hitting them properly or something. But then I decided to just kind of close my eyes and focus on the music, and I ended up doing almost perfect in in, in a boss battle. So I guess the music really helped out in my case. So I thought that was kind of interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, so that's, uh, I don't know, that's Harmonite. I'm kind of, uh, you know, intrigued to play more. Um, are any of you guys thinking of, uh, picking up the game at all or? No, I was, wasn't thinking I was going to with all the other stuff I've been playing at least. <laughs> yeah. I, pr- I probably won't just because it's, uh, doesn't really sound like my usual game. Like I'll play those games every once in a while. Like I, uh, you know, you know, like some rhythm games and everything. But uh, I don't know. I think with everything else, yeah, coming out, it's probably something I'll avoid this time. Even though, it, I mean, I think it would be great, but there's just so much. Like, <laughs> like our title says. <laughs> right. Yeah, I would have to say if I mean if you have a Wii U as well, then I would. Definitely, like if you want a good rhythm game, kind of sort of like Harmonite, I would definitely recommend Bitrip Runner 2 over this, but um, Harmonite is still kind of interesting. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess I'll uh, I'll have the full details in the in the review that I'll try and post soon as well. So um, stay tuned for that. And if anybody's interested in trying out Harmonite, there is a demo on the eShop as well um, available right now, so check that out. Um, but that's all I've been playing on the 3DS eShop. Um, shifting gears to the Wii U eShop, there was a free downloadable game that was released, Zen Pinball 2, and essentially it's free because you can try out the different tables and then you can essentially buy the tables that you want as DLC and, and that's how um, you essentially pay for the game. Um, so I played it like briefly just for a couple minutes. Um, I have the Zen Pinball... One of them is Zen Pinball 2 or something, I think, on the 3DS. Um, and I think Marvel the Marvel one, too. Yeah, I have the Marvel one. I have, like, two different ones. I don't even mm-hmm. know which one. But, um, but yeah, so it's basically just like that, um, you know, exact style. Um, but I haven't really played too many of the table. Uh, have you guys checked out anything or planned to get Zen Pinball 2? I, uh, I actually have Zen Pinball 2 on PS3. Um, already, but I was I was so excited for it to come out on Wii U. Um, I did download it, but um, I tried like the the only times that I've really had much time um, to play Wii U lately is at night, and I didn't want to you know at that point in time I was didn't want to turn on the TV or whatever, and so I just tried to you know play on the gamepad and. If it's possible just to play on the gamepad, I don't know how to do it because I checked all the menus and I checked all the different stuff and there was 
things it was asking me to do and or I was changing different menus around like what was displayed on what and nothing seemed to actually change on the gamepad no matter what option I picked. So I ended up not being able to play it um on the Wii U because I didn't I couldn't turn on the T V at at the time um because it was late at night and everything. So um yeah. So I attempted to play it um on Wii U and I definitely will be playing uh it eventually. But yeah. I uh, wasn't able to. <laughs> it does have off-TV play, by the way, but you have to, like, swipe down on the touch screen. Uh, uh, maybe maybe it, like, display the message. Maybe it displayed the message on the TV or something, and I guess it you can probably see does, that. It probably does, which is dumb. Um, that's like uh, Sonic and All-Star Racing is the same. You swipe down. Oh, yeah. But it only tells you that in, like, a, a menu or, like, one of those little tips, like, sometimes. I actually find it online to figure that out um, because I was really upset when I first got it. I was like, oh, man, there's no off-TV play. It's the film. And then I realized, oh, you just swipe down. So I should have tried that for, uh, for Zen Pinball, I guess. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a shame there isn't, like, it would have been nice to have, like, an off-TV play button maybe on the gamepad just because, like, I mean, most of the games use it, but they use it in such different ways. Like, sometimes it's hidden in menus. Sometimes it's swiping down on the touchscreen. It's kind of very disjointed it seems. Yeah, I mean I know I know Nintendo's trying to give indie developers and stuff and all developers I guess um as much freedom as they can on Wii U. I think that's one of the big things they've kind of been praised for so far this time around. But I think it might be important to develop a standard at least for you know, how how to get the off T V play if you offer it. That way, yeah, we we all know Every time a game has it, this is what you do. If it is swiping, that's fine. If it's hitting the button, that's fine. Just universal it or universalize it, I guess. Right. Yeah, I would definitely agree with that. I mean, pretty much the ones I've played with the off-TV play just have a little box and you just touch it and then all of a sudden the entire display is right there. I mean, I've never even had a fine one where you had a swipe or anything. So hopefully now we at least know that to look out for if I your game has off TV play and I don't know how to turn it on. Right. In terms of the Zen Pinball 2, I probably was going to skip over that one as well. I'm not a huge uh, pinball person. I, mean, I guess I kind of really like the retro style machines you find at the, you used to find at the arcades, but pretty much the video game pinball isn't really been something that I'm super interested in. Right. Yeah, I guess I, I what I do like about the game though is the fact that like, I guess you can pick the different types of tables uh, that you can buy. Um, because I guess for some people, you know, that may or may not be in a pinball, you might like certain types of things. Um, so you might not necessarily want to pay for all of the tables. I guess so I think that's that's definitely a bonus. Because I, I, you know, I like pinball, but I'm not like super big into it. But I like all the Marvel stuff. You know, I like the Avengers and all that. So I'll definitely be getting those tables. Um, so I think it's I think that's that's a nice thing as well um, to kind of yeah it is really nice the way they do that um, definitely agree. and then yeah and I uh, just want to give a little shout out to Jeremy who's in the chat so hey Jeremy uh, he was a uh, he used to be on the the podcast crew for a while and then uh, I guess life kind of you know people get busy and stuff but uh, maybe one day we can get Jeremy back on the podcast that'll be fun um, but he says that in regards to the off TV play. He wishes it were universal as well, but he suppose it's nice to leave it to the discretion of the developers. And he did download 10 Pinball, but he hasn't had a chance to play it yet. 
Um, but yeah, so that is uh, Zen Pinball 2. Um, so then moving on to another downloadable um, title, this one a virtual console game, Punch-Out is now on the Wii U eShop, and it is $0.30. Cents. Um, so definitely check that out. Um, so I think I downloaded it, but I didn't uh, play it yet. But uh, Greg and Steve did. So uh, let's start with Greg. Uh, what did you think of Punch-Out on the Wii U? Well, the first thing is a kind of disappointment that it's not the Mike Tyson Punch-Out version from the regular Nintendo, but I guess all the licensing on that has expired. But nevertheless, I'm still playing it a lot. I was... Stuck on uh, Soda Pop, uh, Popinski or whatever his name is for a little while, but then it seemed like my issue was that I was like kind of using the gamepad screen as like the main thing, and I wonder if there's like a slight delay because I had, had trouble dodging his punches and everything. But as soon as I was looking at the TV, for when I had a different chance to play, I beat him pretty much no problem. So I don't know if there's like a slight delay on the display on the gamepad, or a it was just because my arms were more rested next to me as I was more laying down and or something. I don't really understand what my problem was trying to fight him, but the game is just as good as the original, and I have a lot of fun playing it. I'm all the way up to Mr. Sandman now, and I was actually thinking of uh, doing a song Steve and Jeremy I'm going to do, but I haven't done yet, so you guys can check out that when I get around to writing it and posting it. Yeah, I've, uh, I'm actually currently stuck at Soda Popinski as well. Um, and it's actually, I, I noticed that the delay thing too, it's uh, it's weird because I've only played it on the gamepad. I haven't, I haven't tried it on TV yet um, just because I think it's fantastic to have the, the games like right there. Um, but anyhow, yeah, I, uh, it's kind of just slightly delayed, which is weird because I've not noticed that on any other game that there's that delay, so I don't know if it's just, you know, maybe the the rushed port of it, um, because they're trying to get it out to us, you know, as for the sale thing or what. Um, so I'm hoping they do notice that and and uh patch it in the future because it is kind of annoying. Um, especially in a game that's so built on um instinctive, you know, small little touches um here and there. You have to time everything just right. And if you can't, you know, if there's a slight delay, then it just messes up your timing. Because, <laughs> um, I mean, as most people know by now, Punch-Out is not, a, I mean, really a fighting, boxing game. It's actually kind of a, a rhythm um, game in a way. And so you kind of you kind of have to learn what to do and when. And, and if it's delayed, it kind of messes it up. Um, I will say as well, I don't know if it's just my gamepad or what, but also in a game like Punch-Out where you have to have precise uh, movements. Like if I want to, you know, uh, dodge left or dodge right, you know, just to hit the left, hit the right. But I will, I noticed that especially when I when I push up and when I push down, um, my control pad rocks a little bit. And sometimes I might dodge right when I actually am meant to block because my, my control pad just you know, rocked a little bit to the right as I was pushing down, and I dodged, and sometimes I got hit, or, you know, sometimes I wanted to, you know, do something else, and it, it does the another move because of the game, of the uh, control pad rocking. Is that a problem with anybody else, or is that just mine? I know I need to, like, report it to Nintendo. <laughs> I haven't really noticed anything like that, but I, I 
obviously know it's the delay, as I was trying to point out, but like I, said, I don't know if it's something with the close second timing with that one particular fight, because even a few days after, it's just a film already done, other versions of that. So I didn't have much trouble with that, but it was just like Soda's dodges are so particular in it first punches that it's really hard to do when you're at least looking at your character on the gamepad. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to, I didn't look around and see if other people were having issues with that at all. I did notice it a little bit when I was, uh, when I was playing through New Super Mario Bros. U as well. Like sometimes I'm in, I mean, to dodge, uh, like duck and the control pad would rock just a little bit to the right and I'd end up walking off the end or something like that on accident. Um, or something you know, along those lines. And so I don't know if that's, yeah, it might just be mine and I need to, you know, get it checked out or if that's just an issue with, with more than just my game, game pads, uh, control pads. But anyhow, the game itself is just how you'd, you know, expect it um, other than a little bit of delay. And um, I actually played this version was the, the version I own for the NES. I never actually owned uh, the Mike Tyson version. By the time I actually got it, the license that already ran out and everything, and the Mr. Dream one is actually uh, the one I own. So. Nice. Yeah, I'll have to. Uh, I'll have to try that out soon. And for anyone who wants to, it's only thirty cents. So definitely, uh, definitely check it out. Thirty cents. Oh, I will say that. quickly though that the the save states are lifesavers in games like this. Because there are so many times, especially with my faulty uh, control pad, that I mess up just a little bit and I'm toast. I can pull back up the save state and uh, try it again. So that's kind of nice. Yeah, like the old school games. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, now that you mentioned that, I have used it a little bit because like, I had some of those I'm like, I'm creating a save state. I'm not going back and yeah. fight him again. Because <laughs> of the. <laughs> Difficulty I have, so now I have one right at Mr. Sandman, right where I left off. So join in if I want to play again. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, with the old school games and stuff, the classic games, the uh, they were much more brutal with the saves and stuff. So having save states is definitely, yeah, uh, definitely helpful. Um, and Jeremy in the chat agrees that the thirty cent price is a no brainer. So definitely, yeah, uh, check it out. Only for 30 days, so then you'll have to wait a couple months or so until the Wii U Virtual Console officially launches, and then it won't be 30 cents anymore. Um, so that is a punch-out on the Wii U Virtual Console. Um, so now we're going to shift here to some 3DS retail titles. Um, I did want to briefly mention, I know I've been talking about Pokemon Mystery Dungeon Gates to Infinity on 3DS for a while, um, and I've been really hyped for that, and I was like ready day one to get it. But I played the demo, and or at least I played most of the demo. I haven't finished it, but I'm actually not, like, that impressed by it necessarily. Like, I mean, it's kind of very similar to the old Mystery Dungeon games on the DS, but the story is what really got me interested. Like, that story, man, I got, like, emotional from that story. I never thought I would get emotional from the story in a Pokemon game. Like, that was that was uh, some good stuff. Um and I felt myself being kind of bored by at least the intro to, you know, this whole story for, for Gates to Infinity. So I'm going to kind of read a bit more about it online and see, get an idea of what the story is like. Um, so I may or may not get the game. I'm, I'm still kind of debating it now. Um, so that's kind of disappointing a bit to me, at least, because I was really looking forward to it. So hopefully, um, 
maybe just the beginning is slow and I just need to, you know, learn what else is to come, I guess, in space. Um, but that's uh, Mr. Desert Gates Infinity. But what I did pick up is uh, Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. Um, got that uh, recently, downloaded that on the eShop. And I had never played Luigi's Mansion before. Um, I'd seen videos of it and stuff, so I kind of had an idea of what it was about, but I had never played it. Um, and I played up through, like, the first, like, there's a brief first mission that you kind of play through. So I played through that much of it, so not too much of, of Dark Moon. But what I did play, I liked. Um, the gameplay is really interesting. Um, and, uh, you know, it's fun. I like all the little touches, like Luigi kind of humming the, uh, the the theme music sometimes and um, just kind of, you know, how it can be a little bit funny sometimes and a little cheesy, the 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 line, the, you know, the text and stuff between uh, Luigi and the professor guy. I forgot his name. Um, but, uh, yeah, so it's kind of interesting. And I, I find myself the communicator music that the professor uses to contact Luigi, um, I find myself sometimes not answering the communicator just because the music is so catchy. Um, so that's definitely a, a plus when the, when the music is good. Um, but, yeah, I'm liking it. So what about you, Greg? I know you've been playing this game as well. I've actually had it for a little over two weeks now because I'd gotten a review copy at our last podcast, I believe that night or whatever. Um, I've really enjoyed the game so far. I'm only right around where the second boss is in the second mansion. So there are some puzzles that are really some, like, brain scratchers. You can't think of how to solve it, and then eventually it'll just come around, like, oh, why didn't I think of that when I was first here? So there's definitely some of those parts a little bit later on, even in the later missions in the first mansion as long as along with the second mansion. But overall, it's a really fun game. I really love the controls. And as you said, the music is very catchy, especially the call music when Professor Egad is his name, called, makes a call to you. Yeah. So I do enjoy trying to listen to that, but I also don't like the amount of times he actually does call you because then you start to have to be blocked with text and everything is be pretty much will continuously call you in the later missions when it's like, oh, here's this objective, here's a new objective. Oh, why don't you check this out? Or why oh, now I'm going to pull you out of the level and we'll talk about it or my bunker. And so hmm. to me it seems like it's, it's kind of overwhelming the amount of times it needs to call you during the mission, even though the music is kind of catchy. But the boss fights are definitely very awesome. They even have a puzzle aspect to them and you have to figure out how to defeat them. It's not as simple as just hitting them three times and or just sucking them up in the vacuum like the other ghosts that you find throughout the mansion. There's actually like a that way to figure out how to beat the boss. And the first one maybe took me a couple of tries because I died a couple of times. So definitely a very fun and more challenging game than your typical Mario game. Right. And the... Um Jeremy in the chat is asking about the graphics and the 3D. Um, I thought the graphics looked pretty good. Um, I, I Granted, I was laying in bed, and I was trying to to kind of look around a little bit. You can use the gyroscope, or you can use the circle pad. I was trying to use the gyroscope, the gyroscope and the 3D, and that kind of was a little hard laying in bed kind of playing. Um, but I thought, you know, the graphics and the, the 3D, I mean, there's nothing too crazy about the 3D, at least in, in the beginning part of it. Um, but it added some nice depth to the game. Um, but, you know, I thought it, I thought it looked good visually. Um, I, I, had, I had no complaints in the visual uh, department. The 3D effects are very cool, the way it kind of 
again, that ISO asymmetric view or whatever it's called. It's kind of similar to Mario 3D Land in that aspect, how the levels become more like alive a little bit more, but it's not to the extreme where you need to hit it to hit like certain boxes or find certain parts, but it makes the level kind of look more like how you saw it in Mario 3D Land. So it just adds that little extra depth. And with that control of moving up, like aiming for backing up and stuff, that's a really nice touch as well because sometimes you don't think to look up at stuff right above you with a number of different rooms that you go through. Cool. Yeah, I'm looking forward to playing more of this game. Uh, it looks pretty sweet. Are you guys uh, trying much, much of the, the, the multiplayer? I did online just stuff? do it. I did do it a little bit on Sunday. I actually played against some of them that had a, the name Pack, so I thought it was kind of funny. So I might have been playing against some of these up there. But with two other Japanese players completed the roster, so they must have got the game a little bit earlier. I didn't. I don't know when their game released. But I actually wasn't very good because I was kind of trouble having trouble understanding what I was supposed to be doing because it was you don't really get to really even talk to the other players, and that was kind of a downside for me. It was like that Mario Kart limited. Uh, chat phrases, and no one was really even using them to say, like, oh, why go this way, or follow me, or anything like that. I think I only saw, like, one chat message, like, once, and I don't even remember what I said, but pretty much... So how, did, how does that work? So, is like, like, there are, like, a list of phrases you can hit on the yeah, touch screen or something, or...? Yeah, I think there's, like, a menu on the... I didn't even get... I'm going to have to load it up again at some point soon to get the exact thing, but I think there's, like, a menu on the touch screen, and then it... I think it will load the messages that you can select or something. I'll have to verify that. But pretty much, like, I I remember hearing that you could only send predetermined messages like Mario Kart in the community or whatever. So that was kind of disappointing that you can't do any live chat with anyone to help. But I guess if you're playing Japanese players, you wouldn't really understand them anyways. But I guess it would be nice to have an option at least to use a chat in case they do know English or I know Japanese or whatnot. Hmm. Right. And the multiplayer, um, you have to unlock it at some point because at least, at least after playing the first mission, I still don't have it unlocked. So I couldn't try it out. So I, I'm assuming pretty early on you'll probably get it. I'm assuming. Um, you have to beat I... the first boss. Oh, okay, the gotcha. Boss, which is, there's five missions and then there's boss level. And then there's a bonus mission if you catch all the boos that you're used to from, like, the Mario series. But you don't have to beat the bonus one with the uh, multiplayer mode. You just have to beat the first boss. Gotcha. Okay. Hmm. Um, yeah, so I, I haven't been able to, to try out the multiplayer yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to it. It looks interesting. Although, yeah, voice chat would have uh, definitely been nice. Yeah, it, just, it doesn't even make sense to me that they wouldn't include that. I mean, it's Nintendo, unfortunately. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes they amaze you, and then sometimes they leave you scratching your head. It's it's Nintendo. If it turns up and turns to like Xbox Live, then people are using bad and dirty words, and we have kids that are like eight years old that shouldn't be hearing this language. Right, but at least you know it would have been nice, even with just friends or something, to have a voice chat option or something. Yeah, uh, yeah, I. Yeah, don't care about using it with some random person, but at least a friend. Right. Whatever. 
I think I saw Steve's suggestion on the forums about <laughs> playing Luigi's Mansion during the podcast or something. So that way, there's our little voice chat, I guess. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's Luigi's Mansion Dark Moon. It's out now for 3DS. Um, so now we're going to shift gears a bit to a game that's out on 3DS and Wii U. Uh, Greg has been playing it, and I know Steve said he played a bit of a demo at PAX, and so the game is Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate. So tell us about this game, Greg. Well, first of all, it's a, one of those RPG adventure kind of games, so you'll be getting stronger as you fight monsters and stuff. I mean, it's not like a regular RPG where you gain like, levels with experience points, but you still get stronger by like being able to find resources, and then you can craft yourself stronger weapons in that regard. Um, it's, I find it's a bit of fun. I mean, the controls get a little bit getting used to. Um, I actually didn't pre-play the demo because I've heard the saw the impressions on our forums that a few members were talking about how it doesn't really do the game justice if you've played the prior games in the series. So I don't really have a comparison to offer to the what you see in the demo, but in the actual versions, like they kind of have get like uh, bombarded with like different prompts and guides and tutorials as you're trying to work your way through and it kind of tells you what to do and kind of goes over the controls and what each button does and how to use items and everything like that. But it still takes a little bit of getting used to and kind of remembering all the controls because there's just a lot of different things that you can do and you have to, for example, you can't harvest an enemy unless your weapon is put away. So you have to remember how to put the weapon away and then hit a different button to harvest the corpse of the monster you defeated. So to me, that took a little getting used to because usually other games that I've played are, are kind of similar. Usually you can just click on or like select the body and then the stuff will immediately go into your inventory or tell you that you have too much and you need to discard something. So that's what was kind of a smaller disappointment, but not a huge like flag or anything. Um, the Wii U and the 3DS versions are basically identical outside the like the saves and obviously the 3DS has, will have the, has the 3D effects a little bit. I've been playing mostly on the Wii U because that's where I really got it started going. I haven't really had a lot of time in the 3DS version. They just released the transfer save app last Friday and then now it was telling me that I need to delete my save file but there's not really an option to do that. Apparently there's some buttons you have to hold down that I was reading on that one of the four members helped me find that another site posted the details about. So apparently there's like a, you have to like hold a couple buttons during the menu and then you can delete your save file, which I think is kind of ridiculous. They can't just, how you just select it, hit delete or something. But <laughs> we'll have to get the transfer underway with the, and obviously with the Capcom also said there was going to be an update for the off-TV play, so hopefully they'll implement that in a universal manner using the downstroke or just touching the touch screen or something. Hopefully it'll make it easy. But in terms of the game, I really enjoy it a lot, and I look forward to spending more than another like 100 hours trying to beat it. <laughs> yeah, it's a, that's a huge game. I had uh, Monster Hunter try for Wii, and I, while it is a fantastic game, I did enjoy it um, playing it. It's just... It's it's one of those games like you know maybe like uh, like Skyrim or something like that where it's just like it's so big and it's and it requires so many hours to just pour into it and if you don't have that time or or patience to 
to level up and find the things you need and and put the you know all the time into it it's it's just not as fun i found because um, i just i get destroyed when i go in i have another friend that i i played with online and he's played it for hours and everything, um, the original one on Monster Hunter Try, and I go into battle with him, and he's like, why do you keep losing? I'm like, because I'm nowhere close to as strong as you are. And um, so that's kind of a downside. Um, with the with the demo I played at at, uh, at PAX East, I just say that it pretty much felt the exact same as Monster Hunter Try, and... Um, except for it just looks beautiful. And the load times are considerably faster than the Wii. Um, I remember, you know, not that the Wii times were that long at all, but when you're going from one section of the world to another, you, you might wait a few seconds here and there, but at least the, the demo that I played at PAX East was just loading them, like, really fast. Like, the longest I had to wait was maybe two seconds um, for the next little section of the world to, to pop open. So... Um, I thought that was pretty awesome, and it does look really pretty. Um, but it is a hard game. Um, it's it's tough to to manage the camera and keep that you know in the right space, so you, the place so you always have the best view. And trying to attack and these the, these monsters or whatever are coming at you from different angles, and you're trying to it's it's definitely a game that it does benefit you considerably to go out in a hunting party. Because um, you can get a lot more accomplished and everything when you're in a group um, than trying to go it solo. I will say that. I haven't had a chance to try out the group mode yet, but I don't know really if I really want to at this point. There are probably people that would take me these really hard missions and I would go with these level one item weapons, and they won't do very much against the stronger monsters. Maybe my players people on the board that might have a little mercy on me and not jump right into their yeah. artist mission first. <laughs> yeah. I will say, Greg, um, I had a question about the 3DS version. Um, how does the... So on the Wii U version, obviously, you got the second analog stick um, that's controlling your camera and stuff. But how is that taken care of on the 3DS? Do you have to have the, uh, the, um, the additional analog stick attachment, or is it not required? It doesn't require it, but it does recommend it. So it's kind of like okay. the Resident Evil Re- Revelations where it's sort of like, oh, you can play the game without it, but it's, the game is played better with it. I don't have it for the XL because I don't even know if the XL one's even out yet, but um, I haven't really had a lot of time on the 3DS version, but I do know they have like a button that kind of like kind of centers the camera like behind you. Like, so then if you're like start turning left or whatever, you just boom, hit like L or something, and then the camera like will turn so you're like facing straight again. Hmm. So I mean, I do know they have that regard to deal with it, but I know if you had the Circle Pad Pro, you could control the camera a lot better. Like if you had the second uh, right analog stick on the Wii U. Hmm. Yeah, that is interesting that you mentioned that the, the XL Circle Pad Pro is not out yet. I know it's out in Japan, but they haven't released that, you know, anywhere else yet. Um, yeah. That would be helpful for some games like this. I don't know if I realized you had a an XL. So am I the only one of of us that don't, doesn't have an XL? Because I know Jeremy get one sometimes too. Maybe I need to be trading my uh my regular win for the, for the big <laughs> one soon. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, I mean I still have my 3ds around, but I gave that to my sister, although she hasn't played it much lately. But um, but yeah, I got the XL as well. 
<laughs> You're missing out, Steve. No, things could be so much bigger. <laughs> I will say, uh, actually, for whatever reason, um, I didn't. I've never really played around with NXL much, and I did it back east. Um, it was all the demos were on, on um, on XLs, and it does. It feels fantastic, and it's really cool to have the bigger screen. So maybe, maybe one of these days. Yeah, and I think it was a worthy investment because look, when I got it, it was I got the get a hundred dollars for the original, and that like was half of the XL. And then plus I do the transfer in the store, so I didn't have to take it home and like and go back and trade it in. So I thought that was pretty cool. Right. Yep. So that's that. Um, and you can always, hey, Steve, you can always get the new Pikachu 3DS XL that released as well. That came out on March 24th, by the way. So. Yeah. <laughs> I think if they release a color that I really, really like, it's going to be very much, you know, I, I might be running the store. But as of now, I'm not overly fine. I really <laughs> like my black one. So if they release a black XL, I might do it. Or maybe even a white one or something like that. But I don't know. I'm I'm not... I'm partial to my black one, so that's the other reason why I haven't jumped out and got it. The Pikachu one's cool, but I'm not as into that enough to, to go after the Pikachu one. But it is cool for those people that, that are into Pokemon a lot. <laughs> mm-hmm. yep. um, but that's uh, Monster Hunter 3 Ultimate, so that is also out now on the 3DS and the Wii U. Um, so check that out, and there are demos for both on the eShops as well. Um, so now to shift gears a little bit to uh, another... <laughs> I see what you did there. Oh, <laughs> I actually... <laughs> that was interesting. I didn't even realize that. <laughs> um, you can see how much uh, Need for Speed is on my mind right now. Um, <laughs> but uh, another third-party title for uh, for Wii U, Need for Speed, Most Wanted You. Um, and it's basically... Um, yeah, I mean, it's Need for Speed Most Wanted has been out on the other systems a couple of months ago. Um, but what's nice about this is they didn't just do a straight port. Like, they kind of added stuff um, to the game. Um, they used the um, the assets from, I think, the PC version and stuff. So it's it's the best-looking game um, from, you know, with the other platforms and stuff. Um, it's also, they've added different modes and things. Like, they, well, they added this one mode um, where on the gamepad, like, you can have one person driving and another person can pick up the gamepad and kind of turn the traffic on and off or adjust the day and night, switch cars and everything right on the fly. Um, so they can kind of help out as well. Um, so they added that stuff. Um, and just random little things, too. Like, I was just reading about something where apparently there's, like, warp pipes hidden. There's, like, three warp pipes hidden somewhere on the map, and, like, you can get these, like, special cars with, like, unique paint jobs to kind of mimic, like, Mario and other, you know, Nintendo characters and stuff so I have to look for those now uh, but so they really kind of put some effort into it they, there's off TV play as well um, which is mostly how I've been playing the game um, but I did put it on our um, big HDTV in our family room and kind of played with that and it, uh, it looked great um, so yeah I hadn't played a Need for Speed game in, in a while I think the last one I had was on the GameCube or something but I, I really liked it and I've been waiting for something like this um, and uh yeah, it's pretty sweet. It's, it's sort of, I mean, it's like an open world kind of thing. Like, you can essentially just drive around anywhere, and there's different points on the map where you can select missions like races or um, uh, different, uh, you know, things that you can do, and you try and rack up points and then play in these most wanted races, which um, 
I'm finding this game, maybe it's just because I haven't played, you know, Need for Speed games much lately, but it's kind of difficult. Like, it took me a while to even just get a handle of, you know, steering and stuff, which now I'm kind of getting the hang of. And I'm, now I'm doing, like, instead of doing, like, last place in the races, I'm kind of getting, you know, average sometimes on the easier races towards the top, but I don't think I've, like, won a race yet. Um, so I, I haven't even played online or anything yet because I'm afraid I'm going to get completely owned. Um, but I'll have to try that out soon. But I'm really liking it. I am definitely liking it. Off-TV play is, is great. The game looks great. Um, and, yeah, and it, it can use the Wii, Wii U Pro Controller as well. That's definitely nice um, just because um, it's nice to um, – like, I, I haven't tried this yet, but I, I'm thinking, you know, in, in the future I might where I'll play on the Pro Controller and hand the gamepad to, like, like if I take it to my grandparents' house or something because sometimes I'll show them some of the games that I have. So I can have my grandmother, whoever, they can easily touch on the touchscreen and mess around with what cars I'm playing as and use the Pro Controller to drive. Um, so that'll be uh, definitely pretty helpful. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's Need for Speed Most Wanted You. I'm really liking it. Um, cool. Are any of you guys thinking of getting it at all? Or I, I am. Um, yeah, I'm just <laughs> – I'm partially afraid, though, like I, I want to make sure that the online community and stuff is, is still going to be there if, if I do get it, you know, later in the game, um, you know, later in the year, you know, if you know, I, part of a, a reason I get games like racing games and stuff like that is, is not only I play by myself, but I really enjoy um, playing with others online and stuff. And so hopefully that's still continuing and still going on um, because if it's not, I might kind of, you know, steer away from it. Um just because, <laughs> <laughs> I cracking myself up. Um, <laughs> just because of uh, that won't be there, maybe. So um, that's the only thing that kind of keeps me back because I I do think I'll enjoy it. Um, there was a one question that I was going to ask ask about, but I forget. Um, oh, the controls. Do they have any sort of um, motion controls with it at all, or is it just analog stick controls? They do have motion controls as well. Um, so you can use the gamepad, or I think Wii remotes and stuff too. I haven't tried Wii remotes or things, but I'm pretty sure you can use those. Um, but the uh, it's it's harder to steal with the motion controls, man. It's like I don't know. I guess I'm just not used to it. I played with a, a little bit with the motion controls, um, and uh, it, it was just it was kind of hard to kind of control a little bit. But um, the option is there at least for those that want it. Um, and that was yeah, a I'm sorry. I wasn't thinking I was probably gonna end up getting it on that, like into like the regular racing kind of games. But I think I did play the Need for Speed one on GameCube, and I was really good at the drifting stuff. Do they have that one in the Wanted? Um, you know, I haven't played too much of the recent Need for Speed the recent Need for Speed game, so I don't know how much you know drifting was in that. I know you can sort of drift a little bit around, you know, when you're doing the turns and stuff. Um. And I think that gives you a little bit of a boost because you have, like, the nitrous and stuff in this game that you can use. Um, but, uh, I mean, I guess you can, you can kind of drift a little bit around corners. I don't I don't know if there are any events that are necessarily built around drifting. Um, you know, maybe there will be more that will unlock in the future. But so far, there hasn't been anything like that, I don't think. Um, I know that was like the part I really seemed to excel at because it was like power sliding. I'm like, I'm, I got this. <laughs> I'd, always, I'd always rack up my points in the on those missions on the GameCube one because I was 
I was able to master that section of the game down because I know there was like a few missions later on to that, but I don't know how far you got into the mission mode or whatever, but I don't know. Right. I mean, maybe I might get it some point down the road, but definitely not in the immediate future with all the other games I'm playing. And you know, some points down Kart, the road. Uh, yeah, and then Mario Kart will be out before <laughs> uh, I know it. So much. Love it. <laughs> um, but yeah, Greg, you should uh, you should get the game, and if Steve gets it as well, I think Jeremy is saying he's going to get it, and we can all you know race online and stuff. Please. I feel like there's so many games that we we all have now. We just haven't had the time to all get together and play these games online. You know what yeah, would be really cool? cool. Uh, I just think this is we're a planning session here at Wellness Podcast. <laughs> but uh, what if we did like the um, like some sort of uh, the uh, Google Hangout sort of thing, and we all like kind of played online? We could even like post it on the website. I know a lot of, a lot of sites do um, you know the play along things when they're all in the same office, but since we're not. Um, I wonder if we could do something like that sometime. That definitely sounds interesting. I, I was actually thinking about that when you talked about playing Luigi's Mansion, you know, over the podcast or something. I was, like, thinking of ways that, because I was like, if we're all talking about it, that'd be kind of weird if, if people couldn't see it. But, um, yeah, I will definitely be thinking about ideas. Um, and for those that, you know, this is our 87th episode. So, you know, in a couple of months or so, we'll be getting to the 100th episode. And I think at that point, I think it'll be time to try some interesting things and we'll see where the podcast goes. So I'm coming up with some ideas and I think I'll be discussing some stuff with, with Steve and Greg soon. And I think uh, possibly doing a video thing would be mm. something. So we'll see. Um, well, 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 I have to look into it more. <laughs> so a little teaser there. Um, it just, you know, depends on time and everything too, but we'll, I'm definitely looking at, you know, doing other stuff too. So that, that, that is a definite possibility for the future. We'll see how, how that goes. Um, I can't point uh, out I do have a recorder for the Wii U, so I'd be able to at least record my footage and that's true. Guys. You could so throw up two of them there. One from you and one yeah. from the Wii U. Yeah. Well, I mean, for the 3DS, because I, I think pretty much everything you have to get is like a custom mod for it, but I've been trying to research that as well, but it just seems like it's kind of a hassle. Right. Well, that'll be uh, that'll be interesting. Yeah, I think we'll uh, we'll explore that option a little bit more, and we'll we'll see where that where that goes. Um, but yeah, that's that. Uh, Need for Speed Most Wanted you. So if uh, um, anyone wants it, you can race on over to your local store or to the eShop and and get the game. Um, and uh, by the way, I am very happy that like pretty much every Wii U game so far now, aside from a couple at launch, I think. I've been on the eShop as well because I've gotten every game. I'm all digital on Wii U so far. I have a bunch of games, all digital. There's only a handful like Black Ops 2 and stuff that like when that launched, those were not on the eShop. But everything else since then I think has been. So wow. props to props to them for doing that. I will say, since you're talking about that, is the uh, loading times and everything with an external hard drive, is that does that slow down at all? Have you noticed any, any issues with that? Um. You know, I mean, I haven't noticed anything that seems out of the ordinary. The only thing I can really compare to is, like, when I first had Wii U, you know, I got Nintendo Land as a disc, and I bought Assassin's Creed 3 as a disc until I traded that in and downloaded it. And I haven't noticed from playing on disc versus download a any sort of difference, really. Um, you know, but, I mean, since then, I've been playing all digital, so I can't necessarily compare. But, mm-hmm. I mean, I haven't noticed any load times that seem you know, 
anything out of the ordinary. I mean, if there's any sort of load times in games, it's generally something like, as I'll mention in the next game we talked about, Lego City Undercover, it's something that everybody seems to be talking about. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I don't know. Cool. I mean, I got a one terabyte um, hard drive and stuff. So I, and then some hard drives, depending on their, you know, speed and stuff, that might affect stuff. So I don't know. Right. Yeah. Do you have a Do you have a powered one? Like uh, no. Power? No. Okay. No. Cool. Which that's, um, that's another thing with with the hard drives, because um, I know you can use a Y cable or whatever for the power. But initially, when I plugged mine in when I first used it, I had a Y cable, but I wasn't using it. I just tried it without it, and it was sort of working. But my Wii U would freeze every now and then. And sometimes, like if I loaded up Assassin's Creed 3 or something, it would kind of give me an error and I had to load it back up and then it worked. And then after a while, I tried plugging in a Y cable and since then I've had no issue. I mean, there's an occasional like freeze or something, but it's from something like Runner 2, you know, which like everybody's Hmm. having issues with. So I noticed that even though there are some hard drives that you can use without a Y cable, like it'll kind of let you use it, it seemed unstable. Um, so I've been using a Y cable since then. I've had no problems. Hmm. But, um, but yeah. So anyways, um, so that's a need for speed, most wanted you and everything. So definitely check that out. Um, then the last game that we're going to discuss before we get into sort of some of the news stories and things is another Wii U title, uh, Lego city undercover. Um, so this game is one that, uh, I've been kind of interested in, um, the Lego games, I, I've had a little bit of experience with some of the Lego games. I was never, like, super big on them. Um, but just the idea of, like, kind of an open-world-style GTA game sort of thing, but, you know, with Legos, I thought was really interesting. Um, and I am very glad that I got this game because maybe it was the fact that in other Lego games, they don't necessarily talk and stuff. So, I mean, some of the stuff was funny, but... In this game, like, some of the dialogue and stuff, it, it's mm. cheesy, but it's hilarious, man. I'm enjoying this. Um, even, like, from the start, from the opening sequence, the little, you know, cutscenes or whatever they had to open up the game, it's just hilarious. Um, they throw in so many different random references to stuff, and um, it's just, I'm really loving the, the story. I mean, that's what keeps me playing the game, really. The gameplay is, you know, fun and stuff, but I keep coming back to the story. Um, so that has been great. Um, but the, uh, I mean, the gameplay is kind of, you know, Lego style, just kind of, you can collect, there's so many bricks and stuff that kind of collect by smashing things and everything. And, um, you can drive around, which the driving takes a bit of getting used to. Um, but, uh, you can kind of drive around and everything and, uh, go through different missions and stuff. So you can use the gamepad to kind of scan, um, for objects sometimes. Um, the gamepad mostly serves as a map, really. Or if any of the characters want to contact you, they'll speak through, you know, they'll, they'll appear on the gamepad and the sound will come from the gamepad, basically. Um, so really, excuse me, there's not really too much that, like, I feel like, eh, even though I applaud them for kind of, you know, doing putting these other, you know, gamepad features and stuff in the game, I really like the off-TV play, and I don't, so far, none of the, Gamepad features have necessarily been worth it to me to remove off-TV play in a way. I think I would have preferred that. Uh, but it's still, you know, pretty nice, the stuff that they have. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm really, I'm really liking the game. Um, I don't know. Are either of you guys thinking of, of getting this game at all in the future? I am. Yeah, I'm definitely thinking about it. Um, yeah, I intended to get it um, before, um, you know, we were trying to, 
to get it for a review copy and it just didn't work out and everything. But um yeah, I'm I'm probably gonna end up getting it. Um it's one of those games that is cool like <laughs> I'm disappointed that they don't have online play, um online co op because mm-hmm. I think it'd be great to include that. But at the same time I'm kinda glad they didn't because that means I could get this game at any time and enjoy it. Um because I don't have to, you know, worry about other people playing or not playing it. I can still enjoy just the single player on my own anytime. So, yeah, I think I'm definitely going to get it um, at some point. Right. And same thing with the Need for Speed. I mean, it could be one I pick up down the road or not. Um, it was pretty interesting, I guess, when I saw it. It was introduced last year before like, the Wii U launched and I don't know, I'm not really into the Grand Theft Auto games quite as much, but this one at least seemed like it had a bit of humor to it, which is always really nice when it's done really well, especially kind of like the Kid Icarus had a lot of humor in that, and I really I love that story. So if it's anything a little bit closer to that, or at least mildly interesting, it might be worth picking up at some point. Right. Yeah, just a heads up, if anybody downloads this on the eShop, it's like 19 <laughs> gigabytes or something. Um, so I downloaded it at midnight or a little bit after midnight, and I think it was done in the afternoon the next day or something, I think. Um, so it, and you got fired. Took a while. <laughs> yeah, I think I, what a lot of people have noticed is Nintendo's like servers or something are just really like slow. Like even people that have really good Internet connections and stuff, like, I mean, I can download, I mean, 19 gigabytes, it seems like a lot, but that really will take a couple of hours usually. But this took most of, like, a day, and huh. a lot of people had the same kind of issue. I think a lot of people have noticed that Nintendo's just servers or something, like, everything is just really slow when you try and download stuff. That's interesting. Um, yeah. I wonder if they're throttling on their side to, to help with the, the load overall or something. Maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I guess just keep that in mind if anybody wants to, to download it. Um, it'll take a while. Um, Oh, and then that's another thing I forgot to mention. With the game, one of the negatives is, um, I mean, it's not not a deal breaker or anything, but there's some loading times with the game, like between missions. um, Like there's one of the gamepad will show like a loading bar, and it actually takes, you know, sometimes good, you know, 30 seconds or something. Like sometimes you kind of have to sit there and wait a bit, Um, you know, which I don't mind too much because it's sort of like mostly in between missions or when you're kind of loading a whole new segment of the game, um, but if you're trying to play, you know, an extended period of time, you know, here and there, it kind of, you kind of begin to notice it, and it's, um, it is a bit disappointing to see some of the low times, but um, it's a massive game, probably mostly from all the cutscenes and stuff that they have in it, too, I think, um, but anyways, that's uh, LEGO City Undercover. So, let's now get to some of the news stories. Um, So the first thing to discuss is something that happened yesterday, I believe. Uh, There's a new system update for the 3DS. So if you have a 3DS, go update. It is now version uh, 5.0.0-11U. I don't know what the 11 is, but it's version 5.0, basically, um, U being, you know, the U.S. version. But um, So it made me think with the big, normally with, like, every major update, like the 2.0, 3.0, 4.0, we got like a bunch of new features, but this one we really didn't. So it makes me either think that it could really go one or two ways. One one scenario being 
this just prepared us for all the features that they're going to be announcing soon, or two, we're pretty much done with big updates to the 3DS, which would be unfortunate. Um, but uh, I don't know. But some of the changes, basically, the eShop now, when you load it up, it has the same logo as the Wii U eShop logo. It's slightly different. Um, you can now, whenever you download games in the eShop, you have the download later option so that you can close the 3DS in sleep mode and download. But before, you had to exit out of the eShop and put your 3DS into sleep mode. Now, even while you're in the eShop, you can put it in sleep mode and download. Um, you can download software update data in the background. Um, the Internet browser is um, – some people are, are noticing that it's much faster. I haven't used it too much, so I can't really compare. But the little loading bar on the browser has also changed slightly, so I guess there's some updates to that. Um, general system stability improvements. Um, and also compatibility with the Save Data Transfer tool, which is out now, by the way, in the eShop. Um, it's, uh, I don't think it's advertised yet. That's probably going to be advertised on Thursday with the press release. But if you search for it, uh, if you just I typed in Save Data and the, the tool came up, so I have that downloaded. Um, so Save Data Transfer Tool is up if anyone wants that. I was wondering, uh, so when I, when I posted the, the press release that came out earlier today, and and even in the, the the update announcement that comes up on the 3DS, both of them mention this transfer tool, and and so I naturally thought that it was probably something that was in the uh, just the natural settings or something like that. But it's it's an additional app you have to download. Yeah, it's an app, and I think uh, let me see, I have it right here. Yep, save data transfer tool is exactly what it's called. Um, it's an app that you download, and I think it said in the description that. Uh, you're basically able to, I guess, whatever you know, retail copy you have in the 3DS, you can copy or transfer the save file onto the 3DS, but you can't transfer it back from the 3DS to a retail copy. So it's only a one-way thing. Um, so it's, so, it's so save data was saved on the cartridges before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I. Yeah. I, I just always thought it was saved on the 3DS, and it's like, why do we need this tool to transfer? It shouldn't it just be able to access it with the update. Okay, that makes more sense now. Yeah, with the... Uh, Forgive my ignorance. <laughs> <laughs> now, with the 3DS, with I think with all their handhelds, all the save that has always been on cartridges. Like, if you ever go buy a used, you know, handheld game, it might have a save file on it or something. But with um, with Wii and Wii U and everything, like, those are all saved on the console itself. Um, so I guess probably to save memory and stuff on the system. Um, I, I don't know, but I, I guess now, um, uh, well, with the Wii U, actually, um, regardless if you have a download copy or a retail copy, it uses the same exact save file, um, so that's nice. So I know because I started Assassin's Creed 3, and then I traded it in, and then the download version worked with the same save. But for this, if you want to use the digital version, since it's saved on the cartridge, you have to transfer it over. Um, that's cool. So it's a um, free tool. I, I did want to mention real quick um, that this is not the update to version 5. We already had version 5 already. That 11 is like the, the point 11 because we've had versions like um, 0 through 10U already um, hmm. that had some stuff. 5 was five, 5 was a while back when they added um, all the new features like the, uh, the internet browser and the eShop and some other stuff that's happened in other, other ones. Um, before. So. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So this is a minor update. Gotcha. 
Okay. Well, hopefully we get some, you know, a bigger update or something in the future too. Come on, Nintendo Miiverse, Stridia, bring it, please. Um, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, some people are noticing some things are faster and stuff. So that's always nice. So. Um, I also heard of a number of. Yeah. I was gonna point out really quick. I heard a number of people are having trouble with the, the update that's bricking their system. Oh, oh. yeah. <laughs> um, which um. Well, I think some people, they're, once they did it, like, they're not able to get into the system settings or something like that. Um, but I think I heard there was a workaround. Like, I think you can hold down, like, L, R, up, and A or something like that. Like, there's a, there's a workaround that you can use. And when you do that and then you turn the system on, I think it boots into the, the screen to do a software update or something like that. So I think there, there's a fix for it. Um, but that is kind of, you know, weird that I did that. Um, yeah. I don't know. And I, I don't think anybody's been able to figure out, you know, if it's just random, like some people it happened to them using a, an Excel or something, but I mean, I have an Excel too, and I was fine, so I don't know. Seems yeah, mine update is fine too. Mine it too. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess uh, if that if that happens to you, then uh, don't freak out. I guess there's a fix out there. You just have to search for it a little bit. Um, and uh, you just have to hold down some buttons and, and then boot it up and it'll uh, get you to where you need to be. Um, but that is the 3DS system update. So that is out now. Um, so now we have two new, I guess, game announcements to discuss. And the first of which is one that was in rumored for a long time, but finally um, confirmed. And it's actually, it's a game that released about, I think, two years ago or so on other systems, um, and it is Deus Ex Human Revolution, but this is the director's cut for Wii U. Um, now, I had heard about this game, but I didn't really know too much about it. I started watching some gameplay videos and stuff ever since this was announced for Wii U, but um, basically in terms of the stuff that they've improved, um, they are saying that they have some new boss fights based on feedback from people, um, and so... You know, they've kind of tweaked some of those things. There's new features, including a new Game Plus mode. Um, there's uh, an eight hours of director's commentaries, a 45-minute making of video. There's um, a whole bunch of new features you can use with the Wii U gamepad that will really help you out. Um, and it has off-TV play as well. Um, so it also includes all of the, I think, the DLC um, and some of the original pre-order and bonuses and things like that. Um, so it seems like there's lots of updates that they did to this game. Um, so I don't know. I'm intrigued by it. I didn't know too much about it, but I was looking at some of the gameplay footage and stuff, and it looked kind of interesting. Uh, and I, I just watched a little gameplay, gameplay trailer from, like, two years ago when it first came out, and even then I could notice a bunch of stuff that the Wii U gamepad could help out with, and now, you know, they announced this, so... Um, looks interesting. Have you guys uh, looked into this game at all? I have only looked into it because I, isn't it the same uh, developing developers and stuff that made the Epic Mickey games? I think. And so I've looked into it a little bit when you know, they were coming out. Um, never looked into it too much because it was never available on no systems. Um, but it is, I've heard really good things about it. It's kind of one of those uh, every decision you make kind of affects what happens in the game. So that's kind of cool. Um, but I don't know. I probably won't get it um, unless I hear 
amazing reviews uh, from other people or whatever, or unless we get a review copy ourselves. Um, just because, <laughs> like our title says again, there's so many games. <laughs> I mean, I also haven't really read up or anything on it. I've never really heard about like, the original one, even for the existing consoles, really. I don't typically follow too many of the game announcements for like the PlayStation 3 or the 360. I'll probably have to look into it more to get a better prediction if I was going to get it. But if I was going to get it, like right now, if they had gone to my head, I would probably say no, because obviously all of the games I have and already future ones that I know I will be getting regardless. But I will give it some research and see if it's worth it. But I don't have to be of it, and maybe him or I would end up getting it, or maybe even Jeremy might get it. So I guess we shall see. Yeah. It is interesting, though, that they are bringing games like that, like, two years old and kind of updating them and stuff for, for Wii U. Um, I suppose it's easy for developers because they don't have to do something completely entirely new. But then it makes you wonder, is there really an audience for that? Or um, I don't know. I mean, I guess in some cases I, I might like it. Like, in this case, maybe this is a game that I would never have experienced otherwise. But then I really don't know how well it's going to sell either. So it makes me curious. Right. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I mean, especially even though they're adding a lot of stuff in, I think it would, it's kind of like, you know, like the Batman Arkham Arkham City um, when they, you know, re- released it for uh, for Wii. It was kind of, Wii U was like, great game, but everybody's already played it. So. Right. Yeah, it'd be kind of like them like adding like Skyrim on the Wii U. I mean, everyone's already played it. I mean, how good would it really sell? Yeah. So it could do really well, but it, I'm just guessing it might not do as well as they're thinking in it. But when I mean, you never really know, I mean, there's people that never had a 360 or a PlayStation 3 itself, so I could consider it more that I am not very familiar with it, but this will require me to research it. Yeah, I think it's also interesting. I mean, when we have, you know, games that are coming out for for Wii U that's already been out on, you know, uh, 360, P, PC, PS3, or whatever, um, you know, a lot of people see that as, oh, great things, you know, are happening because, you know, uh, Nintendo is getting the same games that the other systems have had, but that's the thing. The last generation games have had, and so systems have had so like oh great now Nintendo, you know in many people's eyes that might be you know bringing Nintendo up to the what will be soon be the last generation uh, consoles and it's like okay that's fantastic but you know what we're doing is we're getting <laughs> in a way we're getting last gen ports is that is that really that great I mean <laughs> to me I mean right. it, it's kind of like I guess a double edged sword <laughs> In a way, right, and I think um, I think it'll be especially important if future games are multi-platform on Wii U as well. Because if they are, then sure it'll be great to get other stuff too. That you know, just to kind of catch up for those that may want to. But if we're only going to be getting ports and then other new games coming out aren't going to have Wii U versions, then that's going to be a problem. Um, mm-hmm. So I think uh, we'll have to see. So far, it seems a couple of the, the big releases. Um, like Watch Dogs is one I'm really excited about that's coming to Wii U. I think Destiny from Bungie I think has been rumored for Wii U. 
Um, so, I mean, there's other, you know, big releases from third parties that um, if they start releasing Wii U versions as well, that'll be, that'll be cool. I think the big thing I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, to find out is when when the next Xbox comes out and when the PS4 comes out, will Wii U continue to get games alongside those consoles? Yeah. If they do, then fantastic. But if we if if the Wii U stops getting games because you know companies have stopped making games for 360 and PS3 and they view uh, Wii U as now something that's old then that's going to be ridiculous, I think, in my opinion. I, I hope it continues to get, you know, the same games that, that PS4 and the next Xbox is going to get, too. Yeah, definitely. I agree. Um, yeah. I guess we will just have to wait and see on that. Um, but along those lines, a game that is coming to multiple platforms, including Wii U, is uh, one that Greg's going to be uh, discussing a bit about. It's DuckTales Remastered. Everybody sing along. History. Definitely very excited to hear that come out of uh, PAX East. Capcom made the announcement that them and Disney were doing a remastered version of the NES game DuckTales, which is a lot of... uh, a lot of people find that as one of the greatest games on the original Nintendo. And basically they're just remastering it and like updating the graphics and kind of 3D environments, like like backgrounds, not like gameplay, but and it's supposed to hold true with all the same pogo stick jumping kind of game mechanic and working with like the Scrooge's nephews, uh, Huey, Dewey, and Louie, and also like Launchpad and other favorites from the series, so... Pretty much it's kind of like an updated NES game that will be coming through to the PS3, Xbox Live, and the Wii U. And I am definitely more than excited to get it. I will definitely be getting it within as fast as I can because I absolutely love the NES game. And I will be eager to replay it on Wii U. And I really hope that they'll have like a way to either unlock like the original NES game or perhaps they might actually put it on the virtual console for Wii U and that would be also very awesome, and I would get that as well. But pretty much it's just like a updated, remastered version with newer graphics and everything, and it just seems like it's going to be a whole lot of fun that the original was, and I have a lot of nostalgic uh, feelings for that game, so I will definitely be buying that one on day one or as fast as I can. I don't know what you guys' thoughts are, if you played the original or not, but I have, and I am excited as well. Um, I wasn't, you know, a huge, huge fan of the game as much as some people are, um, but but I I do like it, and I am, and I am pretty excited that uh, there will be, um, yeah, that there is this this coming um, remake. I think it's going to a lot a lot of people are really, really excited, I'm sure, um, about this. So, yeah, I'm pretty excited about it as well. Yeah, I personally have never, I really don't know anything about the game. I have never played it or anything. Um, but, uh, I mean, I've always, I've seen always a lot of requests for people, you know, to have DuckTales, you know, re-released or something. Um, and uh, so 
So I'm glad, you know, they kind of did it. I think that'll be cool. And I'll, I'll look into this to try and, you know, get more information about it. Um, I love those characters and stuff, so I'm sure, you know, this game will be interesting. Um, but uh, it's – I one thing that I, you know, I do like is I was reading a little bit about some of the effort that they're really putting into this, this remastered release. And I think they're bringing back, like, all the voice actors and everything. So, like, they're really going all out on this. So, props to them on, on doing that kind of thing. I think that's really cool. Um, so, yeah, I'll definitely be uh, looking forward to, to getting some more information on this and maybe checking it out. I don't know. We'll see. I also yeah. just remember that they also announced that they were going to have, like, the original theme song from the cartoon, like, kind of, I guess, is, like, when you first load it up or whatever, or maybe you have to unlock it. But I even thought that was kind of nostalgic in a way. They get to rewatch like, the beginning sequence of the cartoon show that was, I don't know, like, 10, 20 years ago or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. I probably more like 15, I think, but it was in the 80s. I definitely remember growing up watching it, and I had, I even have some of the DVDs and stuff like that too. So I'm a huge Ducktales fan. Nice, that'll be cool that they uh, that they do that. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, finding out more. Did they did they say when this is coming out at all? Or they just said summer. So I mean, it's under the same tag as like Project P100 and Pikmin 3 and stuff like that. So yeah, so not They're, too far away, I guess. I'm sure when they have that next uh, quarterly release of upcoming games, it might be listed by Nintendo, or maybe they might have more information in, like, May or June or something. Right. Cool. Um, so that about covers it for all our news stories, so I just want to end on one final um, thing, and that is, uh, for those that don't know, there's this awesome little convention that goes on, uh, PAX East in Boston, Started in 2010, I believe it was. Um, and for that first one, uh, I went, Steve went, uh, Mickey went, um, and uh, Ross was there, you know, so we all kind of um, hung out. We did a live podcast from there and everything, so check out that podcast. <laughs> and Tris was supposed to be there. <laughs> oh, yeah, Tris was, that was, he was supposed to be there, and then he was like, oh, I'm not going to make it. And the next thing he knows, he's like, oh, you guys left without me. We're like, what? What are you talking about? I don't know. That was uh, an interesting uh scenario there <laughs> you can read all about it on the forum um but uh but yeah i had a lot of fun uh, unfortunately i haven't been able to go back since then but i believe steve have you been there like every year since then i have been every year yeah yeah uh, yeah it comes in handy that it's only like you know maybe 30 minutes away so. yeah right yeah. um so tell us about your experience this year yeah, i say, uh, first off, I mean, if you are anywhere close to Boston or Northeast, um, it is definitely worth going. It is, it's increasing in size every year. Um, the, the year that we went, it's, it's probably doubled since then. It's just, it's huge. Um, it's not, maybe not as big as E3, but it's, it's pretty close. It's, it's a big convention now and just a lot of really cool stuff going on. Um, so the, the game the show floor itself uh, got even bigger this year, which is really cool. And uh, just in general, PAX East is it's the Penny Arcade Expo. Started out in Seattle um, area. They've had it out there for several years, and then in 2010 they they brought it to the East Coast as well. Um, and has just has just really grown. It sells out really early every year, and it's a it's a 
video gaming, you know, expo, but it's also um, tabletop gaming and card games, and uh, it's just a it's a gaming place to be. Um, it's completely open to the public, um, younger kids and, and families alike, and they that's one of the cool things too is they do make it very family friendly. They don't allow you know, uh, booth babes and, and all that stuff that are the scantily clad stuff that, that goes on at other, other conventions and stuff like that. It's very family friendly for the most part. And, um, yeah, it's just got a ton of stuff. And this year was the first year that I actually felt a little overwhelmed by the amount of Nintendo stuff that was there. Um, because usually it's like, <laughs> I think the year we went out, yeah. there was, was like barely anything there. <laughs> yeah, um, I remember the highlight when I went, it was like, hey, here's the, the DSi XL, which comes out tomorrow, as well as uh, Photo Dojo, the free little application, which came out like a week or two later. Like, that was the highlight. Everything else was already released with the Nintendo. Yeah, release. I think the most thing I was excited about is uh, we got Nintendo uh, cinch bags, and that was, that was about the only thing. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, and we get to play uh, Bit Trip Runner. So, um, right. that was cool. But other than that... Um, yeah, it's it's definitely grown, and Nintendo has increased their presence there every year, and other uh, um, developers and publishers and everything are increasing their amount of Nintendo games as well. So this year, um, they Nintendo had a, a big setup. I won't go into all the details um, because Nintendo put out a press release before PAX East showing, uh, telling us what games they were going to have there. And um, it just kind of showed... Um, goes to show that they are putting the effort into it. They realize Tactics is a big uh, event, and they're going to kind of put some effort into it, which is really cool. They even had um, some pre-sale orders for uh, for a couple games, like Luigi's Mansion and uh, the new Pokemon Dungeon game, and just um, some other stuff going on, like you can get your picture with... Um, <laughs> with the Lego City <laughs> undercover, and I tried to look like a criminal and posted it on Nintendo Twitter, and I, I looked at it later, and I was like, I look like a complete dork. <laughs> I wish I would have got a, like a second take on that. Um, but anyhow, um, so games I played, um, because that's probably what everybody really wants to hear instead of just me raving about PAX East in general. Um, <laughs> it, uh, the first game I, I played was Pikmin 3, um, it was the same Wii U demo that I played at uh, E3, so there's not a whole lot different. Um, this time around, I did get to play because uh, they do allow media to go in like an hour before they open it to the public, so I was pretty much able to just go around and just do everything I wanted um, within the Nintendo booth before the public even got in there, which was really awesome, and there was like hardly anybody there. So I, I played through both sides, the the, the single-player um where you gotta like destroy all the mushrooms, and then also play the boss battle. Um, I ran out of time in the uh, the 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 other one, but I, I did was able to uh, to beat to defeat the boss, and um, and it's fun. It's uh, nothing new. Like I said, it was the same demo as we did it at E3, but I'm really looking forward to Pikmin 3. Um, tried Animal uh, saw Animal Crossing New Leaf. Wasn't able to try it. They only had one. Uh, 3ds there was hooked up to a TV and a guy was like explaining the game and playing through it and everything. There's not a lot of new stuff because this game has already been out for in Japan and so I was like listening along and taking notes and all this other stuff and then all of a sudden I realized you know what we know all this stuff because the games are even out in Japan so I don't really know you know what anybody is going to share that I that the real big uh, Animal Crossing fans don't know already so um, it looks good it looks really good. And a lot of the cool stuff um, 
you know, people that are listening to this that are into Animal Crossing probably already know what I'm about to tell you about it. So I'm just not going to tell you because mm-hmm. there's no point. Uh, <laughs> Lego City Undercover, The Chase Begins. I did check that on the 3DS. Um, it's fun. It plays very, very similar to the Wii U versions, that I, the demos that I played of that. Um, and I'm really excited about it. Um, it's it's that same concept, but on the handheld, it's fun. Like, I, I rescued a, a cat or a dog. Like, some kid's dog was missing, and so I tracked down, you know, the, the dog by using different things. It's kind of a tutorial mode, I guess, because it was showing me how to use the different detective features and all this stuff. But it was cool. It was uh, it didn't look fantastic in terms of graphics, but the gameplay was fun, and uh, it, you could definitely say, see it's geared more toward a, a younger audience. But I think um, older, you know, people will like it as well. So, um, yeah, that that was really fun. Toki Tori Two for Wii U. Oh my goodness, um, they have ramped up the game so much from the original Toki Tori. Uh, if you're familiar with the original one, if you're not, um, it was pretty much a very simple concept, um, simple design in terms of uh, levels, very much, you know, what's on the screen and maybe a little more and, and that sort of thing. This is like, an, they kept using the, the term Metroidvania and an open world uh, Metroidvania is what they kept kind of saying. You can jump here, there, and everywhere and kind of learn things along the way. One of the cool things that they've done is they've, pretty much, other than just a few occasions, they pretty much eliminated any type of HUD. So, like, they, and, and instructions. So you basically have two moves. Um, you can you can ground pound, and you can sing. And then you have your movement left and right, and that is it. And you just learn how to use them along the way. You learn how to figure out the puzzles, and it's very creative and very fun. So, Highly recommend that when it comes out uh, next month. Just just a few weeks, a couple weeks actually. Um, Mutant Mud Deluxe, pretty much the same game as the 3DS version, uh, but they have double the levels that are uh, Wii U exclusive. So that's going to be cool when it comes out. Um, looks the same, other than 3D, not in 3D, um, but it looks really good on the, on the Wii U. Um, I also got to check out Renegade Kids' uh, upcoming. Um, it was like a, just a tech demo of Colt. Country, uh, which is going to be an episodic FPS, like a survival horror sort of thing on the 3DS, and um, just kind of do like their tech demo, and and it was cool. Um, got to talk with the developers and everything, and it, it sounds really really cool. Um, they're going to go back to kind of the original Resident Evil sort of feeling to it, where it's going to kind of be very much centered around uh, you know survival and and everything, and you're not just going to kind of run and gun like some of the newer um, zombie games have, have become. And uh, so that's, it's still way down the line, I think, um, but it's going to come out in, an episode, in episodes um, for for cheaper um, price along the way, so that's kind of cool. Um, another game I, I ran across was Kingdom for Kepling uh, for Wii U. Um, it's a game that's already been out on other consoles, but they're developing it for, for Wii U, and um, I didn't really feel like I knew what I was doing, but um, if, I guess it's just another one of those games that if you haven't tried it on other systems and you like it, then check it out, but it seems really odd. I've never played the other ones, so I had no clue what I was doing, um, so I don't have much to say about that game. I did get to uh, see two demo videos. Um, they didn't have any gameplay, you know, uh, 
to actually play them. But they did. They did. Have, Ubisoft brought me in to see the Watch Dogs, and uh, it was cool to hear from the developers and everything. But they really didn't show any new gameplay than what's been out already. But I will say that game looks really fantastic, um, just all around great, and I'm so glad that it's coming to Wii U. And Assassin's Creed 4 was the other one. Um, similar, didn't really show anything brand new than what's been shown before, but another game that is really coming along really well, I think. Um, and it's uh, it's gonna they're gonna be focusing a lot more on stealth, um, which was present, you know, in earlier. It's kind of been present along the way, but um, they kind of drifted away from it a little bit in the past couple games of Assassin's Creed, and they're really bringing that back, which is is just really cool. And the no. last thing I went, oh, go ahead. Real quick, with Watch Dogs Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, did they actually show you Wii U footage, or was it just footage from other systems? Or They didn't say what the footage was from. They just said it was stock footage of gameplay. Um, okay. So they, they never mentioned what system was actually running it at the time. Um, I, never, I never saw any sort of on-screen props or anything that were, you know, a specific button <laughs> or anything, so... Um, yeah, and they never mentioned what system it was probably running on. I, yeah, so I, I, I wouldn't even be ready to guess um, what it would be. It was really interesting. I think we mentioned this last year or last week on the podcast about how the whole way through, and even when I got there, there was like, oh, we don't really have much to show you for Nintendo stuff. I'm just like, but you have these two big games that are coming out on Wii U. And he's like, well, I can get you in there and see those. I'm like, well, okay, that's 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 what I'm here for. <laughs> it's been weird, but in the end, I will say um, that we probably will be getting some big news from Ubisoft um, sometime soon. And I just say, uh, I, I that's all I can say for now, mainly because that's all I know for now. But I will say, um, stay tuned to NintendoFuse.com uh, for. Uh, possibly some uh, big news from Ubisoft in the next uh, next month. Um, but possibly we might even have an exclusive. So, um, yeah. I'm but, intrigued. Yeah, I, I am too, actually, because that's really all I know. I, I, <laughs> I don't, I'm not holding anything back. Um, and then the last thing I would say, I did check out Tomb Raider, um, the remake, on, when I was playing it on 360. That game is fantastic, and I cannot believe they haven't put it on uh, on Wii U yet because I would love for that game to be ported over because I had so much fun playing that demo, um, and it looks amazing. So here's that Square Enix. Bring over Tomb Raider to Wii U. I will pay you money for it. <laughs> yeah, forget bringing over all this Deus Ex stuff from two years ago. We need Tomb Raider. Exactly. You know? So that was a lot. I, I flew through it. I apologize, but um, yeah, there's there's a lot to cover. Yeah, yeah sounds like a, a lot of fun. Um, I know when I went, I, I had a, a blast, and now it seems like they've really expanded it much, you know, more. So can only imagine, you know, how cool it is to go now. Um, yeah, I'd say one of the cool things that they have really increased. One of the big reasons why the show floor was uh, increased in size this year is for the indie developers. Um, they just really push any developers at PAX East, and I think they probably do at PAX Prime as well. And um, it's been really cool. Like they had this entire section, and that's where Renegade Kid was all set up, and that's where um, Two Tribes was already set up over there with Toki Tori too. And um, 
it was just really cool to see all those indie developers um, supporting each other, and they had their own space um, to really, you know, um, kind of they didn't they didn't get lost in the mix, you know, um, of the of the big names. They really had their space to shine, which was really cool too. Right. Nice. Should definitely try and have a. I mean, I don't know when I'd be able to next, but some sort of another meetup again in the that future. That would be Maybe fantastic. It would be awesome. Yeah. Yeah, they should have more of these events like kind of, I mean, I guess, you know, it's hard to coordinate and do all these things, but rather than have them on each end of the U.S., kind of different events throughout, but um, I can understand, you know, why, but still, it would be nice. Um, but uh, so that about wraps it up for this week's episode. So lots of games that we kind of discussed. So there's plenty out there now for 3DS and Wii U finally to go and enjoy. So definitely check those out. And I'm sure there's plenty more in the coming months. Uh, we really don't have too many release dates on many more things from Nintendo first-party-wise. So perhaps a Nintendo Direct will be upon us soon. Which watch it get announced tonight or tomorrow. That always happens with the podcast, too. It's like we always speculate about something. And then it happens, like, oh, well, great, there's that. So I would not be surprised at all. Like, in fact, let's, let's place a bet right now. Like, Nintendo Direct to be announced tonight or tomorrow. Like, seriously. Probably within um, a week, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and it's the end of the month. Usually they do something around that time. Or I, I can't remember when the last one was. But because um, they got to announce, you know, release dates for Game & Wario and the wonderful 101 and, you know, all the other stuff that they have on the way. But uh, anyways... So that about I'm it. it might be after Easter. I think they'll probably do it. I don't think they'll do it this week. I'm thinking it'll probably be the week, that week one one or two weeks after Easter, I would think. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Um, yeah, I guess we'll have to have to see. Um, but uh, plenty out there to discuss or and and play as well. So please join us on the forums. And I know we all have a bunch of these games too, and it's hard for us to sometimes organize games online with each other, but maybe we'll be able to organize games with you guys, you know, maybe some timings with other people kind of work out and things. So definitely check out our forums, post your, your friend codes or your Nintendo network IDs and get matchmaking. So there's that. Um, so thank you guys for listening and uh, we'll join, join in on the live episode in two weeks time. I think on April 9th is the next episode at 8 p.m. Eastern. So until then, see you guys later. Yeah. Yeah.